0: welcome to the Families Arising podcast. My name is Olusha Yashiru and I'm excited to welcome you to this podcast where we talk about all things motherhood, family, faith, and life. And so I'm excited to be your host and I hope that you can stay connected to our community here. And if you never want to miss another episode of our podcast series, all you have to do is go to our website at familiesarising.com forward podcast and get yourself to listen to all our previous episodes as well. So let's get started for today's episode. Hello and welcome to week seven of our Thrive Devotional Study series. And I am excited, especially because we are moving from the first part of our devotional series in the Thrive Study And we're going to be looking at another part, another section in the study series. In the last section, we focused a lot more about thriving in our purpose. And this particular part of it, we're going to be looking at thriving in our relationships. Okay? And so we're going to be talking a whole lot about friendships, godly friendships, why they're important to us. Why do we need friendships? The purpose of our friendships over the next four episodes in the Thrive Study series. So I need you to dig in, all right, and stay with us because we're going to be exploring the concept of friendship and what that looks like for us as God's children and especially as women. So in this particular episode, we're going to be sharing a lot more about friends on purpose, right? And this speaks to intentional deliberate choices that we need to make to ensure that we are deliberate about our friendships, we're deliberate about cultivating, leaning into great godly friendships, all right? And so that's what we're going to be looking at in this episode. The Bible says in Proverbs 27 verse 17, that iron sharpens iron. As iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. That's how God wants us to treat our friendships. Our friendships are an important part of our lives. We need great friendships. We need friendships. We need people because we're not created for isolation. We're not created to live in isolation. All right. And that's why we're going to be looking at friendships and why we need them. So my first question for you will be, do you have great godly friends around you? Are you the kind of person who definitely needs friends? Or are you like are you that person who says, "I'm on my own, I'm better for my own. I haven't had success with great friends, therefore I'm going to be on my own." No, you cannot be on your own because God created us for great relationships. We are created not to live in isolation. We are created to have connections to fellowship with other believers fellowshipping with other people, connections with other people is a crucial ingredient to our thriving. If your relationships are not thriving, then you're not truly thriving as God wants you to have. Good, thriving relationships. God needs us to have them. So you can't say, oh, I'm doing well and you don't have great friends. You need to have that area of your life sorted out. So if you're that person, all right, you're not alone. There are many people also like that who are seeking great relationships, great friendships, okay? So what, you, what I'm going to need you to do right away before we get into today's devotional is to say a quick word of prayer and say, Lord, open my eyes, open my heart, open my mind to the people that you want to bring my way. Help me to see them, to be discerning. Help me not to close my heart because of past experiences, past disappointments, past bad relationships that I may have had. I just ask, Holy Spirit, that even as we take on over the next four episodes, that you open up our hearts to take what you want us to take from this series in the name of Jesus. Thank you, awesome, Father. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen and amen. All right, so right, we're going to be talking a lot more about friends on purpose, right? And I think I want to we'll start with what should we look out for? when it comes to true friendships. Because some of us may be struggling in that area, right? So what should we be looking out for when it comes to the trait of what a friend should look like? So that we're not carrying people around that are not true friends, but because we are craving fellowship and interaction, we stay stuck in a cycle of friendship abuse because there is such a thing as that, right? And some of us may be experiencing it. So if that is you, I need you to weigh your friendships in the light of what a true friend looks like and see if those friends are going to mutually be beneficial to you. Because you also have to be that kind of friend. Because even the Bible says the person who will be um, a a person that has friends must also show himself friendly, right? So it means that it's supposed to be a mutually beneficial Relationship. So let's look at it. Let's look at what God's Word says about friendships. There's so many scriptures of friendships. Actually, especially if you look through the Book of Proverbs. Oh my God, beautiful scriptures around friendships and what they should look like. The Bible says, um, like I was reading earlier in Proverbs 27:17, that as iron sharpens iron, so a true friend sharpens one, another. Another one. So what that tells you is that your friend should be the kind of person. Who sharpens you? Who makes you better? Right? A friendship should make you better. If a friendship is not making you better, there's no... You just feel like this person just keeps pulling you down. And you can't find what way they're making you better. Then something is definitely wrong. Right? Jesus Christ is like the first example that we can even refer to, for example, about... Christian friendships. The Bible says that Jesus Christ laid down his life for us on the cross. (laughs) Even John 15, 13 says, greater love has no man than this, than he laid down his life for his friends. That's the ultimate friendship right there. And that's what Jesus Christ showed us by laying down his life for us, by caring about us. I mean, if you look through the life of Jesus Christ, he was there healing the sick, having compassion on people, just generally being an amazing source of solution to problems that people around him had. Philippians 2, three says, We should do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. We value other people's needs above our own, right? Loving like Jesus. That's what God wants us to, to do. So a true friend is a friend that loves with sacrifice. Knowing that friendship is never going to be convenient. So a true friend goes out of their way to love another person. And maybe we should ask ourselves, who do I love sacrificially? Not my family members now. What friend do I have that loves me sacrificially, that I also love sacrificially, that I'm willing to sacrifice for? If you can't find any, then it's time to ask God, To bring those people into your life. A true friend accepts unconditionally. Right? This person is not trying to change you. They're authentic. They're not trying to change you. They know that you are where where you are today. They do their utmost best to make you better. But at the same time, they're not trying to make you into another person. They're not trying to form you or mold you into an image that they see so that they can accept you. No. Because the Bible says a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. In Proverbs 17, verse 17. A friend loves at all times. A brother is born born for adversity. A friend will love you regardless of how you are. Even though they don't want you to stay the way you are. They want to sharpen you, make you better. But they're not going to tell you to change for them. Right? A friend will know that you are these weaknesses But they will love you all the same while trying to help you improve. Because a friend knows that there's no perfect person. If your true friend will be ready to overlook the challenges you're having, and you also, as a true friend, will be that person to your friends who accepts them just as they are. All right? Another trace that you can look out for. In a good friend is that a good friend, according to 1 Corinthians 13, verse 4, is loving. And what that that love looks like is that they are willing to give you space when you need it. They know how to keep the right boundaries, right? A a friend will not abuse you, abuse your kindness. They will not abuse your generosity. That's not a true friend. A true friend will understand boundaries they know where the line is drawn they know that this is one one is a private moment for you a friend will not get between you and your and your spouse or they no 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 a true friend doesn't is not possessive they are not trying to take you over right they know where the boundaries are even the bible says that love is patient it is kind it does not envy right A, a true friend will not abuse you or abuse your kindness your generosity will not take advantage of you right Another trait that you can look out for in your friends is that your friend will want to edify you, right? They want to edify you. Even the Bible says that wounds from a friend can be trusted. If you look at Proverbs 27, verse 6, I was like, okay, that is interesting. Wounds from a sincere friend are better than many kisses from an enemy. What that means, and if you look at the previous verse, talk in verse 5 of that scripture, talking about an open rebuke, Better than he didn't love. Because your friend wants you to be better. So they're going to rebuke you when you're going wrong. If you do something wrong, they're going to gently explain it to you. They're not going to want to pull you down deliberately. But if you are going wrong, they're going to edify you. Build you up. Tell you when you're going wrong. That's what a friend is going to do for you. So if your friend wounds you because they're trying to make you better, you know you trust their, their rebuke. That is not jealousy or anything like that. They want to build you up, whether it's spiritually, mentally, emotionally, whether it's physically. They want to build you up, right? So as we have our friendships, it's going to be mutual encouragement, mutual love, mutual sacrifice. Your friend will talk to you. You may need to cry when they are giving you open rebuke, but at the end of the day, it's to edify you, right? Whatever that looks like for you. Whatever that looks like for you, right? So what? ask yourself this question Do I have friends that I am, we are mutually edifying each other? As iron sharpens iron, we are sharpening each other. Do you have those kinds of friends in your life? Another thing that a good friend will, will, will be like for you is that there are going to be people that you can trust completely. Why? Not because they are perfect people, but you know that these people mean well for you. If you cannot feel safe in your relationships, feel safe in your friendships, then something is wrong. Right? The Bible talks about a friend that sticks closer than a brother. That is true friendship. You can trust them. You know that they are not going to just up and go or betray you. You can share confidence with them. That's true friendship. And God can give us these kinds of people. So if you're that kind of person, you're like, I don't know where these people are. Where are these kinds of friends that we're talking about today? God can bring them your way. I've had the privilege of having such people in my life for years that I, you know, that I know that my confidence will not be, ever be betrayed. And we're not, we don't, we're not even always in each other's faces, but they are there. They are there. They trust me, I trust them completely, right? So you want to ask for those people because God wants to give you Solid relationships. He wants to give you solid friendships. That's the truth. So if we don't have these kinds of friends, we can pray for them. And as God brings them into our life, we can pray that we recognize them, discern them, and live and walk in those relationships as God wants us to have. Alright? So another thing I'm going to just briefly... Um, share on before we go in this podcast episode is that I just want to talk a bit more about the kinds of friendships that we may be looking out for because we're talking about our ability to attract great friends today, right? So if you want to start this journey of seeking and deliberately, intentionally looking out for great friendships, what should that look like for you? What kinds of friends should you be seeking? In what levels should you be seeking friendships? Because sometimes it may be a hindrance to us finding good friends if we think they're going to appear in certain ways and we don't, we're not looking out for them in other ways. So we'll just talk about the three levels of friendships that we may have that we need to look out for. First of all, is a mentor kind, mentor kind of relationships. This one is where someone who's much more knowledgeable than you in different areas of your life is a friend. All right, It's a mentoring kind of relationship. Maybe that's the one that you have towards other people or the ones that somebody else has towards you, for instance, I have my mentors and I have people that are mentoring, but they're friends right and so that could be the kind of that could be one of the kinds of relationships you're looking for and then you're looking out for mentee friendships the ones you are mentoring right or the same way you're, that people are also going to be you're also going to be a mentee to another person is where you also have your own mentees that's what it looks like right so you're seeking out friendships that are mentors you're seeking out friendships that are mentees. Because God could bring people into your life that are friends, but it's going to be you pouring into them, right? And, and that's fine. So you need to look out for those kinds of friendships and relationships as well. And they're going to be pair, mutual friendships, pair peer, peer relationships. People that are maybe based on the same level as you. Both of you are more closely aligned when it comes to maybe age, in terms of spirituality, maybe in terms of career achievement, or you're just basically like on the same level. So you're pouring into, uh, into each other mutually. Right. So, look out for those three levels, mentoring, mentee, and peer. Because that way it's easier for you to identify them when they come into your life. You're not going to say, "Well, she's not really my friend, she's my mentor." There are times when your mentor can also be your friend, right? So, look out for those relationships because God is committed to you, to helping you build thriving relationships. It's part of his plan for your life. Right? So, I I don't want you to say, "Well, I don't know. Stick them Open open up your heart. If you've been hurt in the past, let God heal you. Walk through the healing experience. Talk to God about it. And believe me, God is still in the business of giving us what we desire and what will be beneficial to us. So ask him for great friendships. Ask him for great relationships. Ask him to bring people like that into your life. Ask him to make you discerning so that when they come into your life, you're going to be able to see them. All right? All right. Let's just say a word of prayer together today. Because I, I need you to actively go this week, seek out those kinds of relationships. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for what we've learned today about great friendships, what they look like, and that you desire for us to have amazing relationships. It's your will for us. That's what you want for us. And so we're just asking, Lord, that if there's anybody who's on this, listening to this podcast today who's struggling in their relationships, we ask, Lord, that you will open up our hearts to receive great friendships, bring them our way. Help us to be discerning when they come our way. Help us to see them for who they are. And help us to also love, sacrifice, be the the kind of friend that people can trust in as well. Help us to be those kinds of friends to other people. And help us to be quick to forgive. Help us to see the great people that we already have in our life right now or the ones you're going to be bringing to us as they come. If there's anybody who's in a Relationship that is abusive for them. The Lord, help them to be discerning to see that these relationships are not good for them. Help them to tear themselves away from such relationships so that they can heal and have the right kinds of relationships that you want us to have. Thank you, mighty Father. We give you praise, we give you glory. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah, glory to God. This is such a beautiful one we've been able to share together today. And so next time, we're going to be looking at friends with purpose, right? And it's going to be another beautiful episode here on the Thrive Devotional Series. I cannot wait to connect with you as we share on another episode of the Thrive Devotional Study Series. Have a beautiful week. God bless you and keep thriving in your relationships. Bye. And so before you go, I want to remind you to ensure that you share this podcast with somebody who definitely needs to listen to it. What is growth if you're not doing it with your friends? So share away and don't forget to check the podcast notes to see how you can stay connected to our community here at familiesarising.org. Till next time, I'll see you. My name is Oru Shea Take care and have an amazing and blessed week. Bye.